my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 480. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I've got a topic I'm really passionate about lately. Uh, You'll have to excuse my voice. It might sound a little hoarse. Uh, This week here in Miami is Miami Music Week, um, which is basically just a a big industry event. A lot of DJs are in town. So I've been out later uh, than I usually have. I've been uh, shouting, I think, (laughs) more than I usually have. Um, But hopefully that won't uh, interrupt the message I have here, a topic that I have here. Um, There's there's something about being in your mid-30s for me. Um, You know, some people characterize it as a mid-life, quarter-life crisis thing. I don't know about the word crisis. I wouldn't call it that at all. But I have found in my life, in my mid-30s, that I've started questioning a lot of the the things, the habits, the mindsets, the, the comfort zones that I previously just accepted as is. I've evolved a lot in my 30s. Like being in my 30s has accelerated the process of inventing and reinventing and 1.0 to 2.0 to 3.0 for myself. And, you know, I've started to ask why a lot more. And I've come to a lot of answers that challenge my previous answers to why I do what I do, why I have the goals I have, why I strive to be a certain way. And I think that's fantastic, of course, because after all, that is the essence of practical mindfulness, looking at your memories. And now in your 30s, you have a lot more and using those memories to either challenge your views or reinforce what you know to be true. And lately, I've been really challenging myself and kind of everyone I talk to because I won't shut up about it <laughs> and challenge the cultural idea of your best days are behind you or your best days were your college days or, or geez, your best days were your high school days or just your 20s in general. Challenging the idea that your best days are behind you and specifically challenging what we do 
or how we think when the inevitable nostalgia hits us. Nostalgia. That's the word I'm talking about today. And you've probably noticed that on the podcast recently, I've done a bunch of episodes on being present in your life today. Not saying, oh, I used to be this way, or I used to be fun, or life used to be great, but, you know, now, right? I'm challenging people to be in their life today, to reinvent themselves today in the face of getting older, but not allowing the progression of time to dictate where their best days are. And it's been really rewarding for me to do this because it's opened my eyes to the fact that different is not worse. Different goals, different people, different ideas of fun, different bedtimes does not mean worse. And it certainly doesn't mean a less fulfilling life. And it certainly, certainly doesn't mean your best days are behind you. We have so many more rewarding days ahead of us, just as there are rewarding days behind us. And one of the ways that I've really embraced like proving this in my life, right? Not just saying it as a way to convince myself of something that feels good, but actually proving it is by creating and embracing what's in the title uh, of this episode that is no longer chasing nostalgia, no longer chasing nostalgia, no more chasing nostalgia, no more looking to the past as the example of fun, rewarding, or the best days and trying to recreate those days in the present only to then be disappointed that they're not as fresh or exciting as they used to be. And then saying, well, that's proof that my best days are are behind me. No more of that. No more looking to the human feeling of nostalgia as proof to convince you that your best days are behind you. None of that. No more trying to recreate that one night you had out with friends when you were 23. No more trying to recreate that relationship you had when you were younger. No more trying to recreate or replicate a certain mindset you used to have. No more trying to recreate memories. And specifically, no more looking to nostalgia as a limiting factor in life where we're in our heads, we're like, man, I used to be fun, or I used to have friends, or I used to really enjoy my job, or I used to be excited for life and in great shape and motivated. No more of that. No more allowing this feeling, nostalgia, it's one word, nostalgia to dictate the limits of our life. No more, no more looking at nostalgia as proof that you're a current lesser version of yourself, a downgraded, a settled down, a boring version of yourself simply because you're older. Instead of that, I've been tapping into nostalgia as a empowering thing. I've been tapping into nostalgia and taking something from it in the only way I know, which is kind of over the top optimism. Instead of looking to nostalgia in the way that I just described, right, retreating to those memories, reminiscing about them and saying those days, my best days are behind me. I'm not that fun person anymore. Instead of that, I look to nostalgia as proof of what I'm capable of doing today. I say, yeah, sure. Maybe I used to have more friends, a longer list of friends. Yeah, sure. Maybe I was more motivated in this way or that way. I could stay out later, whatever. Instead of sighing and saying, oh, well, or trying to recreate those exact moments. Again, I say, I have proof that I can be that way. And that's all I need to know. And so today I'm dedicated to a new, different, more elevated, more mature, wiser version of that person. I don't need to give up and say, those days are behind me. My best days are behind me. And I don't need to go back and try to recreate those moments to prove it. I have the ability right now to be confident in myself and take action and prove that my best days are here because I'm capable of creating them. 
And, you know, that might mean putting myself out there to make new friends or find a way to be motivated again in a new way or get in the best shape of my life as I am today. You know, to me, nostalgia has become a motivating force rather than a limiting emotion or proof that my best days are behind me. And I think that's kind of different from how we typically approach nostalgia. To my point, we tend to see our feelings of nostalgia as proof of the end of an era, the end of a personality, the end of a energy level. And we get sad, right? I think we, we consider, you know, sadness and nostalgia in the same family of emotions, right? We get sad because we're like, I'll never be that person again. Life will never be that simple or that exciting again. I wish I could go back to that time and who I was. And I think that's a natural feeling. Of course, when we're hit with a wave of nostalgia, take me back. I want to go back. I want to re-experience those great times. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you, you can and should, I think, be grateful to have those memories and those experiences, but we can't let it end there with a, a big sigh, you know, a knee slap, a mid, a Midwestern whelp, and then you're off to do your 401k and taxes and just give up on life, right? We can't give in to the temptation that nostalgia offers. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. Right. And apparently that's the true meaning of nostalgia. It's, it's Greek for return, nostos, and algos, suffering, a return to suffering. Ugh, that doesn't feel too great to say, right? And that kind of makes sense, right? We cause suffering in our inner lives by yearning to return to something that we cannot return to. We can't return to it. And we double that suffering for ourselves by seeing that thing, that time that we want to return to as proof of who we're not today. And it just becomes this cycle if we just let nostalgia dictate the emotion. If I look back and I'm like, man, I used to be social or I used to be fun or I used to have friends and be all motivated, right? Now, instead of just seeing that as a limiting dead end and a, ugh, I use that as proof, right? I use that as proof. I use it as proof to empower me in the present, to empower 2.0 of me, right? You can do this too. Why can't we see nostalgia as proof of capability in the present 
rather than proof of chapters lived and closed, right? It's cheesy, but you can be social in a new way, fun in a new way, motivated in a new way, and not just a new way, but a better way, a more mature, more centered, more confident way. You don't have to go back to feel that way again. You could feel a 2.0 way of that way. You can be that way now in a new, better, more evolved way. And again, it's funny as I'm recording this. Again, it's Miami Music Week here. It's basically the the dance music mecca, the Super Bowl week here in Miami where every industry person is here, every DJ is here. It culminates in this big festival downtown called Ultra Music Festival. And I've been going out pretty late since uh, Wednesday. And, you know, as we approached the event, I was doing some classic case nostalgia Thinking back to my first Lollapalooza in Chicago or my first, you know, dance music show that I would go to, thinking about how young and carefree I used to be, how I could go all night and pop up in the morning and eat a protein bar and do it all over again and be fine. And in that moment of nostalgia, normal nostalgia, it was so tempting to be sad that I'm not that person anymore, right? That those days are behind me. And yeah, sure, those days are indeed behind me because I've evolved my outlook on what is fun to me, what is rewarding to me, what I want. But that doesn't mean my best days are behind me. I'm 2.0 right now. And I'm 2.0 here with Music Week in, in Miami and I'm creating new memories and new experiences and I'm not lamenting being older or having passed that former chapter. Now I'm just a more different, evolved, elevated version of myself, still fun, still thriving in my own way. You know, instead of staying out till five and, you know, drinking a lot, I'm back earlier. I'm not getting crushed in the crowd because I'm, you know, back with the artists. I'm doing these things. I'm immersing myself in a different side of the experience, right? I'm appreciating it from a new level. No judgment, no comparison, just different. Different is not worse. New memories powered by a new version of me, a new version that is dedicated to saying my best days are here, in the present, where I decide to create them, not in the past where nostalgia leads me. I look to my past as proof of who I am, who I can be in the present and the future. And so I refuse to sit in nostalgia and allow it to be proof, proof of limits, proof of a less fun, less rewarding life. I look to my memories as proof of what I'm capable of. And then I get up and I go out and I create new memories today right? That's how I've kind of like fought back against nostalgia and I hope you can do it too. I channel nostalgia into a new me, 2.0 of me, 3.0 of me. That's a version that is no less fun, no less rewarding. That's a version of me who has decided to give my focus to present chapters. Gratitude for past chapters for sure, but focus and enthusiasm for current and future chapters. And I'd really encourage you to try the same. The next time you're hit with a wave of nostalgia, Try this. Try to pause. No more chasing nostalgia. No more chasing where nostalgia naturally leads you. Both literally in trying the, the human habit of trying to recreate old experiences. I think that's a very slippery slope for one. That's how we end up in the same kind of experiences or the same kinds of relationships as the past. But also, no more chasing nostalgia in how we define ourselves. That's our ability, our kindness, our enthusiasm, our energy. That still exists today. And it exists in the past, of course, too. But your best days are where you decide they are because you take action to create them. Nostalgia, though, kind of just sets you in place in the past. And in the present, you're just wallowing in the past. When you're chasing nostalgia, when you're allowing nostalgia to define the limits of your life, 
you're saying your best days are behind you. But I don't think that's true for you. I really don't. You have so many more rewarding days ahead of you because you decide you do. They might be different. They might be defined by different priorities, but they do exist. And you find them, you create them when you no longer chase nostalgia. So that's it under right here. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope it gave you something to think about. I hope it gave you the power, the enthusiasm to fight back against nostalgia. If this was helpful, I'd be so grateful if you could take 30 seconds to give the show a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That means a lot to me. It's very helpful. So thank you for that. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities.